0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. <laughs> this is your host, Craig Henson, and uh, we're coming to you today from the side of a mountain somewhere. We've been doing some staff leadership development, yeah, and uh, I'm joined so on the podcast tough. today by Family Ministries Pastor Jason Callahan. Hello, everybody. Worship Pastor Spencer Zook. What is up? And Executive Pastor Brian Cox. Hey, guys. <laughs> this how are you the doing? Best. It is. <laughs> It's I love this. Cool. What is cool. that? I don't... Am I
1: supposed to know that song? Just this podcast. Oh, okay. It's the best. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> I don't know what I'm listening to right now, but it's the best. It's all right. It'll be a different song by the time I post it. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <All right, guys. laughs> that was just for fun. Yeah. Funsies. That was fun.
2: Guys, um, our 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 podcast table is a poker table that's in the cabin Yeah. that we've is. used, and it's nice. It's a perfect podcast table.
1: Yeah, and you can hear the room. Can you hear it? A little bit of a natural, <laughs> that natural reverb yeah. <clears throat> coming
2: through. Pine walls. <laughs> hmm um,
0: Yeah, it's a great little cabin. In the it's woods. nice. That's good. Snow on the mountains. Yeah. Sunset in, in the distance. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite lovely here. Yeah, you guys are welcome. Did a little scripture hike this morning. Thanks, Chase. No problem.
2: No problem. Our family owns this house. You did it again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Chase. That's a joke. We don't own this
3: house. I wish you did. Wish we did, (laughs) but we do. That would be incredible. It would. It would.
0: Yeah, we've been Mm -hmm. here a couple days, y'all, and we've learned so much. And one of the things that we talked about is the thirty day pivot. We watched a video series by Kerry Newhoff, Mm -hmm. and he made the point that in these uncertain times and with an uncertain future, that organizations, there's going to be three types of organizations, those that fail, those that survive, and a few that thrive. And we've been talking about how we can continue to thrive as a church uh, so that we can make a difference in the world. We really only have one mission. We want to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. And how do we see that mission come about so that we can not just survive, but thrive as as an organization.
2: Yeah. It's it's been great conversations because as a staff of church, that is so uncertain. Like it's, it's scary in some ways, but just hearing you say our mission statement, which we've, we've looked at a lot this week. Um, it, I don't know. It it brought some excitement to build communities and what does that look like? And, how do you build communities in a place in a or in a society that is so low you know so um not community driven so to speak right now? you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. Yeah. you you don't think about coming together all the time um unless it's like a political something or another mm-hmm. you know what i mean like I don't know it it was a it was a good conversation that we've had,
1: yeah and it was good to look back. You know, we talked about pivoting and how did we do with that as a church? We look back at the chicken sale, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. I think about those days where we had people lined up to help them get chicken and uh, on to the radio broadcast, yeah. drive in church. I mean, how many things that we've done, I don't, we, we talked about we never would have done probably, yeah you know, and we looked at it as an opportunity. Right. You know, not as a, well, as a challenge, of course. But I was so proud when we talked to the staff today to hear their thoughts on that this weekend and how we see the blessings of God. Yeah. Um. And I think what he's trying to do is build those communities even stronger, Chase.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: And I think a lot of what we're doing is helping them with that. And we talked about this pivot. Maybe you can jump in here, Craig, but... About how we need to be ready to do that. Hmm. If we're going to build communities consistently, you know, how are we, now, we need to be ready to move at any moment. You know, we used to have a planning retreat or remember we, we did a year long yeah. planning. Yeah. We planned the whole year out and we put every event on there. I remember in 2019 we yeah. did that. And I think we did nothing <laughs> on that calendar. Yeah because of the pandemic yeah all the series changed everything changed um which i think helped us have a little more confidence that we could do some things we've never done
0: i think one of the things that was exciting for me is that as we look back we saw that we actually we've actually done this this last year since the pandemic we have pivoted Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean what 11 months ago we only had a drive-in service Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's all we had right and and we didn't well, drive in and online, I should say, yeah. but but the only on-campus meeting we were having was drive in, and so we pivoted several times, and so that was encouraging. I feel like we we've done it, but another thing that kind of hit home is like this is going to be continual, mm. probably from now until yeah. Jesus comes. We're going to have to pivot every thirty, sixty, ninety days. Right. Yeah, we. Yeah. I think we pivoted last year
3: without just realizing it. We were exactly. pivoting. Right. You know, yeah. it's a cool concept, now that we kind of know and understand what it is, we can plan for some intentional pivots um, in the future and kind of have a better idea of what we're doing. But you're you're right on that, Greg. I mean, it's we're going to have to keep making moves and keep pivoting and um, to
0: keep building communities that love Jesus. And I, I it's think going to be fun. Yeah, it is. I think one of the things that's tough about this, and I don't think we're very good at, at this in the church most of the time, is true, honest evaluation. Mm-hmm. Of what we're doing, how mm-hmm. things are going, what's yeah. working, what's not working it's it's hard sometimes to just be that honest with yourself yeah well, and I the, think we did that somewhat
1: this week, and, and I think sometimes you don't want to know the truth
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah how are we doing and but I think because I think the problem is sometimes you know how you're doing, but you can't do anything about it mm-hmm. It seemed before the pandemic, it felt that way. Yeah, we need to change this, but we can't change that because if we change it, we're going to upset a lot of people. So you know, but I think we learned that changes and pivoting is not as hard. I say that, (laughs) but I mean, we found out that it's okay. Well, and to go off
2: of what Spencer said, I think we all as a staff this week was was shocked to know what Carrie was saying on the videos and stuff like that. We all were going, yeah, I remember when, when we did do that and we didn't even know that we're doing it. And it is, it's easier to, or now it's easier to say that, like you just said, it's easier to pivot when we know that you can do it without even knowing you're doing it. But -hmm. could you imagine what would happen if you intentionally pivoted, on certain times and on certain
3: topics and people and people expect it now right uh, yeah expect right. things to huge. change yeah. yeah so it you're more they're more open to what the new things you're going to do right. you know drive-in service uh, um some of the things that we've been able to do this
0: year uh people have been very open-minded because everything's changing you know carrie said that and he didn't say it this way but this is kind of the way i interpreted it it if if there's a box if we put ourselves in a box now it's of our own creation mhm the all yeah. the blo- boxes have been obl- obliterated if we allow them to be and so if if we get stuck it's because we've not done so the evaluation the, phone the call. <laughs>
1: Who is that? You know oh, no. that that could be my daughter calling me again. This is part of being in the cabin. Where yeah, awesome. you know, that's right. Needing the Netflix password it's none again. Of it. <laughs> it's none of our phones. Remember that? No, it's
2: not. Somebody it's, left
3: their somebody phone left up there.
0: anyway, you no, know, Craig, you were saying. Yeah, I was just saying that if if we if we want to try to fit in the box we've created that box now so it's on us like Spencer was right. saying there's grace now to try things yeah. people expect the unexpected if you will yeah. and so um we it's kind of a blessing and i don't i don't really mean to wax philosophical but i i wonder sometimes if god didn't allow the pandemic just for the sake of the church mm. so that we can figure mm. out how to move people in the kingdom more yeah. effectively mm.
2: Well, and to go off of that, I just looked over at the notes that I was taking and there was a comment that I, or not a comment, but a, a thing I wrote down that we fall in love with the method more than the mission. And I think yeah. as the church, um, that maybe you know, one of the reasons why God allowed this pandemic is because we were starting to focus, not just we, but I'm talking about collectively yeah. churches in the world. Um, really put their methods up there at a high standard, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're forgetting the mission and I'm not speaking for other churches. I'm just saying, I know we all agreed that that, that becomes easier to do to focus on the method because you can do one plus one equals two. You know, if I do this plus this, then this will, will and it's tangible. It's easy to see. But the missions that we, that we're on to build communities that love, love Jesus, you know, love people, not always is that easy to see Mm -hmm. that's working. You know what I mean? And so,
3: yeah. um, yeah. And one of the things that I like, that was just a, you know, reminder and a, a thing for me was when we just looking at a scorecard, like, what is your scorecard? How do you keep track of what's working mm-hmm. we have to get a new perspective on that we have to change what we count as a win and what we put on our on our scorecards you know mm-hmm. uh that's mm-hmm. huge for me
1: to to understand and to kind of grasp that yeah carrie talked a lot about mission don't let the method come before the mission and that that got me thinking you know what is our mission we talked a lot about this week mm-hmm you know, mission, what does that look like? What does it mean? And Craig, you even said we filter what we do through the mission. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was great because that helps you get a clear uh, or a clarity about it, mm-hmm. what you're trying to do, what step you're taking, what method you're taking. The mission decides that. You know, yeah. what was our mission? Build communities that love Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's part of what we do. You know, every week we're trying to do that right so that really helped me
0: with and
2: that. and i would say that i mean the elephant in the room is we just came out of a major political year and so another part of our mission is to build communities that love jesus but also love people who may not agree with you and vice yeah. versa mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that because that's what jesus did he he didn't love just a you know a typical or a a a certain style or personality or whatever no he he loved all and i think that's something that not that we weren't doing before but we have to pivot our our our
0: mindset and everything yeah for sure so he carrie gave us this um framework this 30-day pivot framework we've talked about the first part evaluate determine what's working and what's not and then he said, ideate, brainstorm to find ideas that identify new methods to support your mission. Our staff is extremely blessed because we have a high ratio of creatives mm-hmm. on our staff. And uh, so there's gonna be tons of brainstorming going on uh, when we get home, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it already has happened. Wouldn't you say, Spence?
1: Absolutely, bro. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I liked uh, what Kerry talked about how to pivot in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. He talked, I, I believe that's what you want to talk about, maybe, Craig, yes, mm-hmm. is how we evaluate things. And that, we did a lot of that. Do you notice that? Do you feel evaluating? Yeah, I feel like when we were doing that, we kind of put you on the spot, Chase. Yeah, you did. And I felt like that was okay. <laughs> when, but when we did that, I noticed that we, we don't do that enough.
2: Well, I made the comment. I feel like in my, I even wrote on my, my paper is evaluating, is is evaluating good if it's a loan or something like that. And so I, I, I mean, we all talked about that, not because you guys aren't supportive or anything like that, but we're a small staff and departments look differently. Departments than what they used to when we used to have a staff of third, 25, 30, like that looks different now when we have a much much smaller staff and the student staff is one person you know what i mean um is evaluating alone okay i I don't know what what did you guys i I can't remember. well i think
1: i think i think when people here evaluate they may think oh no well sure (laughs) they're gonna tell me how bad i am but that's not what happened Basically, we evaluated through the mission. Right. You know, what are we we trying to do in students? What are we trying to do in children's? What are we trying to do in music? What does that look like when it comes to the mission? Not that you're, you know, there may be some practical things like, what are we teaching or something like that? But it's more or less, how are we doing with the mission?
2: But like, I'm so close to it, right? I'm not Mm going to be able to see all sides of it. Mm -hmm. And there has to be things that, you guys, even like Craig, your your you know, next steps and all that stuff and we can talk about it if you want to, but like my big thing was discipleship. I feel like and this is vulnerability right here, but I feel like in next gen as a whole, we feel like that was the chair everybody. Okay, let's just call oh, it <laughs> <All right. laughs> next That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Next Gen as a whole, we feel that discipleship is something that needs to pivot pretty drastically. Yeah, Not to say that all discipleship is not working, but for the majority of it, I looked at it as we went through and said discipleship is not... And so Life track has been huge for our church. Um, and Craig, you lead that up, and we all it was funny by the end of today we've been here for what two days three days or whatever and by the end of today we were trying to figure out and we are going to how to what does life track look like in all ages right because i believe that that's part of discipleship and that's pivoting our thinking of maybe what discipleship looks like for sure in
1: students you know yeah. what's it look like for a student or child or you know how do they their walk with christ even that young what does that look like? Yeah, and I
0: you think know? I think it's it's a shift in mindset for the church and, and for people who have been in church for a long time to begin thinking about discipleship as taking next steps as opposed to acquiring biblical knowledge.
2: Yeah. Because right.
0: discipleship is following. Mm-hmm. To follow, you have to be moving. You have to be taking next steps. Right. And, I, and I think in church culture, we've said, hey, if you know more, Mm-hmm. then you're more like God but that's that's not how it works you're more like right. Jesus when you're following Jesus mm,
2: that's good very good.
0: That's real good so we we are going to do some tough evaluating and then then we've got a you know ID, what he called ideate, where we brainstorm come up with ideas um, figure out you know what we're going to try what we're, we're going to pivot yeah how we're going to pivot what what methods we are going to Attempt so that we can fulfill that mission. Mm-hmm. That that brainstorming, um, I'm probably not going to come with a lot of ideas. That's not who I am. But we have creative people <laughs> that are going to come with lots of ideas. Yeah, that's what I love about our staff is everybody's. Everybody has a
3: different and unique perspective. And you may not be the idea guy, but you can, you know, help in the process later. I guess we'll probably talk about that part. Yeah. But um, in other ways, but you know, there's people that can give ideas and there's people that, um, can make it happen, you know?
2: And I think even like you were talking or we had great conversations last night about our worship culture mm-hmm. and yep. how that even we're, we're looking towards the future. We don't want to get too much away, but pivoting our worship culture to where it's not just an insider thing. It mm-hmm. is a major outward outreach that we're going to build communities outside of that. You know what I mean? Um, But I don't know. I just feel like this week and what Carrie was saying about pivoting, what I love about the church marathon is that we've been doing it (laughs) from, Mm. not from the beginning, but like from the beginning of the pandemic or whatever. And then it just, it almost, what he was saying there's some new nuggets in there that we need to tweak but it solidifies some of what we've been feeling Mm -hmm. from worship students finance life
0: track next steps you know what i mean yeah you know i i think music is a great example though too because excellent authentic worship is attractive to people Mm -hmm. it draws people into community yeah so i i think a lot of the ideas that you guys are throwing out about where we're headed in our in our worship ministry and our music worship ministry are phenomenal, and it's gonna it's gonna be a key component, uh, a major player in what God does at Marathon.
2: And and it's not just locally; that's what I I'm, yeah, I'm super pumped about.
0: It's beyond the walls, you know.
3: It's we're not looking at. Obviously, we want to minister and and reach you know the people that we have coming on Sunday mornings, but the the vision is much bigger than that you know it can with music these days you can get anything anywhere in the world you know in a matter of seconds so
2: and that's what digital platforms have Mm -hmm. done not just from a service Mm -hmm. standpoint but from streaming to i mean globally yeah it's crazy you said it matter of seconds you can get it and so i mean i think what i'm i love about it is spencer and i both um from my background we're able I'm stepping back in a little bit on the back end of this and helping. How do we do that? And writing some songs and help, you know, use some connections in Nashville that I've had and that God just sort of opened doors, you know? And so all all that to say is like, we're pivoting the way, even, even our roles, you know what I'm saying? Like Brian, yes, you are, Everything. Let's just. Oh, thank you very much. I yeah, mean, but
1: like, I'm not sure what he means by everything. But.
2: HR, finance, <laughs> executive—like you're yeah. you're in that world, but your background is music, mm-hmm. and so we all had a collective conversation over the last few months, and then now it's boom, go time. After hearing Pivot go, yeah, it all has. You're involved in that. You know what I mean? And um I don't know. I just I think that there's. There's going to be a lot of great things, like you said, that come out of um, the worship side of of yeah, things. I, I sense in my yeah. spirit,
3: and um, you'll start seeing it kind of take place too. Um, we're planning on doing like a live single, like tracking it this Sunday. So cool, and uh, releasing it. I don't know whenever we can get it done before awesome. Easter. So we don't have an yeah. exact date, but um, you'll start seeing some of that stuff happen. And Chase has been. Working in the studio, working on some of his, his own stuff, and we're mm-hmm. pumped about it, man. It's cool. Yeah,
0: Brian, you're the conductor now. Is that you what used I to am? be a keyboard hey, player go. and a worship leader? Now you're the conductor. <laughs> you're leading the whole symphony.
1: Well, yeah, you are. Dude. Well, mu- for me, music is what where I started in ministry. So, 15 years of leading worship, you know, and then God changed that, and I'm I'm so grateful for that though. That it's still my heartbeat. No pun intended, Chase. Heartbeat Symphony. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What hint? And I think it's always been a part of, I guess, <laughs> our DNA, you yeah. know. And we've had a chance to create over the years together, and it, it is it is quite amazing what God brought together with Chase and being when he was fifteen playing the drums, mm. and you know, <laughs> couldn't sing a lick mm. in those days. I don't oh, think. Wow. But. I mean, the way God just took him to places unbelievable, and then me and Spencer got the tour with Chase on, which was an amazing yeah. opportunity, and then God bringing us all back together again. Right, it's phenomenal. It phenomenal. And here we are pivoting. We've been pivoting for years in in our work, you know. Yeah. And but I think I always look back and I say God was always. We talked about this in our on Sunday. The struggle we're in today is is making us stronger for what we're going to do tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I think what we've went through, the albums we've made, the struggles in the industry, (laughs) you know, and I think
0: God just set it up for us to do some amazing things together. And I can't wait. So Carrie talked about evaluating, which is tough. And then, you know, ideating, you know, brainstorming. Probably the scary part for me is the implementation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I cuz I think for those of us that have been in ministry any length of time when we start thinking about pivoting we at least I think oh this means more on our plate right but he said something interesting he he said you have to eliminate what is unnecessary mm-hmm. and that and that's tough yeah. but to yeah. eliminate things and how do
1: you do that and i and i think you can't do that unless you know where you're going or you know what your mission is again, I keep coming back to that. The only way to have clarity even know what doesn't matter is is to know where you, what you are, what you're trying to do, what God has called you to do. Um, well, all churches are called to reach people. I'm not saying that, but our our mission is to build communities that love Jesus, and we, we filter you know what we don't need to do. What is getting in the way of that? You know, and church can have so many things happening that the mechanics, we call them mechanics of ministry, get in the way of the mission of ministry. Mm. That's very careful,
0: you know. I think that one of the things that that he talked about, too, and and we spent a good bit of time on that this afternoon, is that he's like, you have to decide what the important metrics are. You know, what are you going to measure and then continually monitor your progress and effectiveness by those metrics, those things that that are measurable.
2: Do you feel, and this is just a question, but do you feel, and I didn't bring this up, but I know there's people that listen to this, that maybe they're not the boss or they're not over a department, but they're a single parent in their house. Uh, do you, you guys feel like this pivoting mindset? Um, what's the word? applies to that 100 percent because i've i'm gonna be honest obviously i'm not a single parent but virtual e-learning you know you had to pivot real quick to figure that out and you had to pivot to figure out how how and again i'm not wanting to over spiritualize it but how am i gonna make jesus or or you know church um, an important. How am I going to make it um, like a, a, a important part of my everyday, you know, my kids' everyday life in this pandemic that is so un, uncertain? And I feel like some of these principles and things that we're, we've been talking about, you may. This is not just as I sat here and listened to all of us. I thought this is not just business principles. I feel like you need to even if you don't have a family, you need to be able to pivot your lifestyle maybe mm-hmm. um and again this is not rehearsed whatsoever but right uh, pivot your your lifestyle to the things of culture because there's gonna come a time i feel like that you're you're gonna you're gonna have to stand for your faith too you know and maybe that's happened to you already um i don't know no i, guess, I think that's I mean, a
0: great point and I, and I think we have to figure out um as a church how we can support that yes, family right how can we right. how we can encourage that family how how we can best minister to that family in this new culture mm-hmm. that's going to take some pivot on our part uh, to really know how to meet people's needs in right. in this time
2: right 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 right
0: well it's uh this room is
2: so lively <laughs> it so if is, you keep awesome. hearing doors or if you keep hearing things it's a it's a staff that is—we are really pumped about what God's doing, and we're having great conversations all over. So No,
0: I'm glad you said that, because I—and I, I'll let you guys kind of throw your last thoughts in here in a minute. But for me, I feel like our staff was extremely strong before we got uh, mm-hmm. to this time of development. Yeah. But, but we're leaving stronger. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean— Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I agree. The, the love and unity on, on our team is is phenomenal already and i think it just got stronger yeah yeah it's truly a f- like we're a family i feel like we can honestly oh, yeah. all
3: say that and uh yeah. the love that we we feel for each other is mm-hmm. is real it's real so it's true
2: so guys um let's be real we're getting ready to go to dinner yeah. let's go <laughs> and if you're listening to this we're gonna go to a, a really um a good steakhouse nearby yeah,
3: um, mm-hmm. what is your your go to steaks?
0: That's a good I mean, question. I love that,
3: that go to steak, bro. I, well, mm. first of all, any steak I get is going to be medium rare. Oh, if you like it any any other way, on. then you are wrong. And, you can, <laughs> and so I'm, I mean, really, if, dude, if it's a good steak, I mean, good old you know, just the sirloin. Like I am okay. I am good with that.
2: Depending on the the and answer this, to everybody. Depending on the steak house, I get it. But are you a, um, what do you call it, sauce? steak sauce guy? Or if it's not? not seasoned, well, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Heinz 57. Heinz 57. If it's I, not good. <laughs> I'm a ribeye guy, preferably bone in. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a yeah, filet it's... mignon guy. Yeah, me too. Oh, man, man. The filet What is... about
3: the cook? Like, how do you guys like it cooked? Medium well. Oh,
0: so I'm, yeah. with
2: oh, I'm with him on that. Yeah. I I'm gonna be man. You know,
0: Ugh, yeah. Stop I, right a, now. I'm a medium guy. <laughs> you like um, I can do medium. But oh. I almost always do medium well because a lot of times Amy and I are sharing. Oh. Got and sure, as you guys yeah. found out last night uh, she doesn't want a burger. She wants a charcoal briquette. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted a rock. That thing she did. was burnt all no day. Okay,
3: Boys,
1: as you cook it, make sure it's really, really well done. <laughs> no evidence of life at <laughs> yeah. all. That's
2: right. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a filet mignon. It's got to be medium well for sure. But there's some places that I can handle medium. No blood whatsoever. Come on. That's it shouldn't be moving.
0: You guys may disagree. This is this will be controversial. That's how the way that you tell if it's a good steak place or not is if you need sauce or not. If you need right? steak sauce, it ain't good.
2: Right, right, right. Damn. I'm aii I'm here recently. <laughs> I've been on a kick of Longhorn. Like, yeah. You know what? Longhorn steak. steaks are yeah, so good.
0: Amy and I got a gift card for Christmas. We hadn't tried Longhorn in a long time what? and we tried it because we got the gift card oh, okay. and it's been lights out that the last couple times. so good.
1: The, the, Bang, bang. I don't know if that's what it's called. Bang, bang, shrimp. Bang, bang, shrimp. Bang, bang, It's shrimp. really good, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have to get Spencer to admit something. Oh, Oh, oh no. Oh. Okay. This past Sunday was the Super Bowl. It yep. was. Okay. Oh, so, Spencer, you need to go ahead and say it. Tom right. Brady is.
3: Okay, I'll admit it. I hesitated for a long time, all right? <laughs> for a long time he had six rings i'm like man he's i don't think he's the goat he's just not then he comes down to tampa which tampa is my second favorite team if you didn't know that's cowboys and then tampa, tampa. I did not know that if you didn't know tampa well, he's a florida boy. how about he's them crazy. cowboys yeah. yeah me and my dad used to go to a lot of games and stuff yeah we grew up about an hour south of tampa anyway so he comes down to tampa and he brings us a super bowl he's the goat yeah undisputed there you go
1: he is we had so much fun watching that game even though it was not what we thought it was going to be
2: it (laughs) was the first time i think we all cheered for the same team yeah and
3: i know what it's like now to be on this side of the tom brady effect i know know? (laughs) oh my (laughs) god like they got some calls that yeah you're like he got some calls that's
1: all i'll say yeah there's one or two there i think
0: (laughs) i'll admit too that i'm the only one on the panel sunday that picked the chiefs so Ooh. oh you
1: were
0: yeah Wrong i forgot again.
2: about that
0: yeah that's true
2: but somebody had to no you and eddie
3: i believe eddie
0: oh did Eddie pick the too? suit yeah he did. i
3: will say eddie he had a rams jersey on yeah, on sunday yes he did yeah, that's nah. the only Kurt one he has Warner, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but i think he said something you guys said something about the saints did you think it was a Saints jersey?
0: I was confused it was on that a Rams jersey, and I was going to, you know, <laughs> no, I'm think, like, well, let, it, let it go, let it go. <laughs> okay. I just had to clarify that. Eddie said
1: I'm the only Saint on stage. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he had a Rams jersey. He, he must have been. Yeah.
2: I think he, he does have a Rams jersey. <laughs> I mean, a Saints jersey. Oh, yeah. So I, he might have thought he had that one on. <laughs> and see, they
3: they used to be in St. Louis, so
0: I don't know. Yeah, like St. Louis
3: Rams. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So
2: um, they're telling us that we need to. It's time to go. Song, so. the text is hey, strong. everybody.
0: Thanks for joining us uh, on the Marathon Church podcast. Again, we're Marathon Church. We exist to create communities that. Love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating, five stars. Great talking with y'all. We'll talk to you next time. See ya.